0: episode of the Who Dat Jedi Podcast. Um, we are the Who Dat Jedi Council. Dave, Fredo, and I'm Aaron. How you doing, guys?
1: I'm doing well. How are you?
0: I can't complain. It's Thursday. I'm doing all right. And I realized I never listened to the Saints Happy Hour podcast until like a year after we started doing this podcast. And I realized that Ralph and I kind of have similar starts to the podcast. He's a little bit more... He has, a, he has a longer hey but anyway <clears throat> so i'm not stealing his thing it's just uh it's just kind of what i did um but anyway um so yeah it's uh it's finally kind of sunshiny it's not raining it's not tornado barreling down on us so um <clears throat> so there we go it's a nice night here in new orleans um thank you guys for for joining us uh tonight we're going to be talking lego star wars fredo and i have been playing um, lego star wars from two different points in the saga and so we're just going to talk about just a little bit of what we've experienced with it and what we think of it and dave's gonna he said you're gonna talk about a little bit more about the just kind of history of lego games right the lego video games mm-hmm. so it's kind of video game centric um, <clears throat> i do want to say to you guys i have not watched this week's episode of moon knight yet it's so, so we can't really talk about that. So next week, maybe we'll hit a couple episodes and see what's going on there. Um, <clears throat> I, I do know that we're digging it. Um, and, uh, but real quick, uh, I keep seeing more and more trailers and stuff for Doctor Strange. When does Doctor Strange come out?
2: May 6th, I believe. It's uh-huh. early May. It's, okay. Yeah. It's the first of the, uh, take Marvel releases for for the summer. Because they expect they're going to May, you have Doctor Strange 2. July, you have Thor 4. so
0: And it does look like um, that WandaVision is kind of part of the summer reading that you have to do to be able mm-hmm. to enjoy this. Not just from, we've talked about it before, where she was getting into the dark hold and stuff like that, um, and the multiverse. <clears throat> but, um, well, I mean... It shows in the trailer, so spoiler alert. But her kids come back, the same little kids. So yeah, you got to watch a little bit of Wandavision, apparently everybody. So do the summer reading. Um, but uh, let's uh, let's kick into some trivia though. Let's get into some Star Wars here. Um, and uh, <coughs> yeah, but well, oh, I'm sorry. One more thing before we start trivia: Have you guys been paying attention to any of the? Uh, um, like panels and stuff like that for a celebration
2: i saw that today i was looking at the news for the rundown of news and then uh, i saw that they've had kind they've keep adding more and more speakers i mean from every aspect of of the uh of the universe so to speak
0: are, are we going to be able to uh, like live stream that
2: I don't know if it's been mentioned yet, but I imagine there'll be. They have in years
0: past. It's just the only things you don't see are like any video that they show in -hmm. the hall. So, I don't know. I would be, I'll I'll watch that um, if I'm driving back from Florida. So, Um, but yeah, especially that that first uh, panel that they're having where they have all of the live action creators or a big chunk of them. Because they didn't say just Disney Plus, they said live action. So people are wondering if we're going to get some uh, movie news. Um,
2: Uh, We're going to talk a bit about it in the news because a few of the, uh, uh, one particular actor has been talking about releases. And I imagine that Celebration is going to be the big reveal for a lot of news
0: well you always you always like to hope but it is lucasfilm after all so maybe maybe next week we'll talk about what we hope to hear and what we think we'll end up hearing so it'll be it'll be uh, optimist and pessimist um so uh all right let's uh let's start off with some trivia all right dave starting off with you how many claws does an acklay use to walk How many claws does an accolade use to walk? Well, i been way
1: off. Um, I'm going to throw it at uh, six. Man, did you see that through the screen or something? It, it is, I
0: guess it? it is six. Yes. Ah, wow. Wow, you know your accolade. You know
1: your Star Wars biology, my friend.
0: I love,
1: I, that. Critter fun. I, love, I love that thing when when he, he's fighting obi-wan he's the best of the three arena critters in my opinion
2: the most unique the other two felt like earth creatures that they just kind of you know juiced up yeah i mean
0: yeah uh and i I again i, I guess i get you know what we're going for it's kind of like the old you know where the the grasshopper was, you know, you know, the zoomed in grasshopper uh-huh. was the alien that was attacking your hero, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but that whole that whole sequence, I could have done without the creatures and just like string them up to poles and like have it almost be like a firing squad or something. I they they could have they could have gotten Yoda in there a lot quicker. I don't know because um, I just end up feeling bad for the Ackley. I don't like animals getting killed. So <laughs> <clears throat> anyway,
1: it was mean though.
0: Well, so maybe it, was, maybe, it was, maybe it was defending. It's I mean, it's kind of like, uh, well, Chewbacca was mean and solo. So should we have killed him? I mean, it's the way he was mistreated. And, you know, so uh, we'll get off of that. All right. So Fredo, which pod racer pilot is attended to by lovely blue twilight females? Oh, that's, easy.
2: that's a bit of a uh, yeah,
0: that was pretty much of a softball, wasn't it? Yep. It
2: yeah, is I, was, I was trying to rack up my brain thinking of the Star Wars racer games. Like, okay, which one, which one? Oh, never mind.
0: Ben Quadraneros. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> all right. So who sets foot on Naboo and declares, ah, victory? <laughs> it's also kind of a softball, but I mean, I like. A I like movie. episode one yeah who sets foot on Naboo and declares ah victory uh it was Newt Gunray wasn't it yep it was Newt Gunray dun, 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 dun. so there's trivia we're all warmed up now for some Star Wars talk um so Fredo let's toss it to you and see what's going on in the news okay so we'll
2: start off with the nice and easy and fun stuff first so we'll start by wishing a happy birthday to Daisy Ridley Who on Friday, last Friday, turned the very crucial age of 30. So, congrats, you're an adult now. And then, um, which more importantly, uh, she celebrated. She also came back to social media. Uh, I'm sure everybody remembers about six years ago or so, given some of the abuses she was getting online from certain segments of the fan base, she deactivated all social media accounts. She's not the only one who's actor involved with star wars has had to do this unfortunately but she's kind of coming back now and so she's trying to claim it as a better space for her and you know she's she says she's recharged and rested
0: you know and that's just it it's like i mean do you do you expect that the twitter verse and the instagram verse has gotten better or I mean, maybe just have gotten, I mean, we all get thicker skin as we get older. We get more armor. Yeah, but, I mean, not to say that what she needed was thicker skin. I'm just, uh, but please don't throw anything at me. But um, it's like social media hasn't changed. So I will say this. If Elon Musk buys uh, Twitter and then starts charging all of us, I'm not on Twitter anymore. So you can meet me at the bar. I'll tell you
2: what I think there. I'm
0: not paying for
2: Twitter. (laughs) The, the the whole the whole contract with this is we provide the content and you monetize our information. Should, <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah, that's that's exactly the contract. Um uh, did you, you see the John Oliver uh yes. rant about that this yeah. week? That was I didn't that was what was that? Oh. Um, well, he um basically he talked about how there are these companies out there that just data mine you, right? And then, and it's A lot. It's probably worse than you really think that it is, and you probably think it's pretty bad. Um, But he basically came to the... um, By the end of the show, he came to the point which was the only way to get these sorts of issues changed is by getting politicians involved in the discussion in in a very personal and embarrassing way. So they went and they data mined politicians in washington and uh, he was holding
2: up the this envelope with all their raw data information saying if you don't want us to release what you've been looking at was in the halls of congress you may want to pass a law that stops me from doing so
1: yeah yeah i was it was quite good wow. it was enjoyable
2: <clears throat> uh from let's go from the way from that to another good bit of news uh well not that's not funny but. Uh, Star Wars Vision, there's a report on Cinelink, is coming back for season two. And it's coming back, the rumor is, sometime in September or October of this year. The general fall release is what's been announced or it has been uh, revealed to the uh, to a reporter over at Cinelink. So apparently the Lucasfilm loved Star Wars Visions, the first season. And said, go ahead and make season two, Rada season one was premier premiered because the response was so positive.
0: Well it was the first time that we saw and actually okay, so when we get to the um, the Bryce Dallas Howard story, we'll talk about this a little bit more, but um, because you know it was Visions was the first thing, first original thing that we've seen from Star Wars mm-hmm. in a very long time. You know, it was it wasn't it wasn't live action cartoon characters or cartoon versions of live action characters it wasn't a continuation it was new stories you know it was It was first real new i mean yoda wasn't there you know you know what i mean it's like it was it was brand new so i think a lot of people really dug that like i said we'll talk a little bit more when you get to the bryce dallas howard thing but um
1: and well i guess that's
0: next i mean we can
2: yeah yeah well, well go ahead
0: dude
1: Oh, I, I, I was just sort of going to dovetail and just say that um, I like this show too. <laughs> I think we all like this show and we mm-hmm. like that it was different and uh, a little bit unique. And we, 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 we get a lot of samey stuff in Star Wars and we, we talk about this all, all the time. It's like it doesn't all have to be the same. You
0: know, and somebody was saying that about Marvel as well. I mean, saying that can, can we just have can we just have a Spider-Man movie without, you know,
2: Doctor, Uncle ben without
0: doc, no, without Dr. Strange, or, you know, can we have, you know, a, a Marvel movie without three other Marvel characters show up and do their thing? You know, it's like, <clears throat> so there, every, everybody gets into a, they, you find a, a you, know, you find a formula that works. Um, and as long as people keep buying it you'll you'll keep selling it but and star wars yeah is the same way and like you were saying last week is that marvel at least has this breadth of stuff you know breadth of, of you know backstories and and storylines and everything that they can you know s- you know steal from but star wars really has you know three storylines. star wars has itself the original trilogy the prequel trilogy and the sequel trilogy that's about it
2: so so speaking of that just right quick up you know in the story they do say that they haven't confirmed which animation companies are coming back however they do expect to have some of the studios that did uh some of the nine shorts in the first season come back to do follow-ups so you know some of the stories kind of ended in a cliffhanger kind of way we might be getting a continuation of some of those characters and stories in season two of Visions. That'd be awesome. Which I know some of the, you know, again, some of them were uh, interesting. Now, they also suggest there might be an announcement coming for Celebration. But, of course, everything's, like we said, we'll talk about it more next week. Everything is a, supposed to be announced in Celebration. So well, we'll dovetail right quick to Bryce Dallas Howard, who was doing an interview. Uh, she co-hosted an event with the chocolate company Lint, a, a writer with Romper uh, magazine. They had a chance to talk to her about Star Wars and Mandalorian. A couple of tidbits that she mentioned before I'll get to that. So She said that obviously when she was a little girl growing up, her dad, Ron Howard, who's good friends with George Lucas, would get her, uh, she'd get sent toys every Christmas. So all the toys that everybody stand in line for, she was getting just sent to her front door. And then uh, at one summer camp, she was 15 years old. She made friends with a young girl by the name of Natalie Portman. So wow. when when Natalie Portman got hired to do Phantom Menace, she wanted a friend on set. Who's easier to have on set than the daughter of a famous actor-director who knows what it's like to be on set? That's a neat little background story. But the big kind of money quote is this. When asked about The Mandalorian and The Clone Wars and how much they loved it, she said, Quote, without giving anything away, you're going to love the Ahsoka show that's coming up. I cannot tell you anything, but what I can say is that you being a fan of the Clone Wars will be greatly rewarded. End quote.
0: So my my first reaction to that was um well duh. I mean, you know, it was you know it was gonna be steeped in in clone wars. Um
2: and has to. And rebels.
0: Well, but that's, that was my second reaction was that, I mean, she didn't say rebels, you know what I mean?
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And I think that's what, I think that's what a lot of people are banking on with Ahsoka, including maybe about the four of us that we're going to get, talk about a cliffhanger. We're going to get some sort of resolution from the Ezra Thrawn, you know, thing. Um, but then when she puts so much weight on the Clone Wars part of it, I don't know it's kind of interesting. So be, be, before I before I get to the other part that the somebody's tweet that I, I kind of agree with and kind of goes to our previous comment, uh, what do you guys think about uh, the her comment about people fan of the Clone Wars they're going to be over Great the moon
2: rewarded.
1: Well, it hints at uh, minimum her dealing with her own past in some way, shape, or form. And whether it's in a physical form, in terms of like characters, um, you know, outcomes from those conflicts that have come home to roost, or more in the emotional sense of her thinking back on things and and them informing how she's going to react. We saw we've seen a lot of this storytelling device um in the other live action offerings and I think like we're all expecting to see it in Obi-Wan um ever since Hayden got announced it was like oh well they're why do you cast Hayden if you're not going to show Hayden um and if you're going to show Hayden then it makes sense to sort of delve into some of these flashbacks and past scenes and things like that. And I see, I'm thinking they're hinting at some of that here potentially. Well,
0: yeah. And for, and for a purpose, I think to, let me, let me now build off what you were just saying there is that, you know, she left the clone wars, basically, let's say that as not a Jedi, you know, she left the Jedi order and, um, and said throughout rebels, I'm not a Jedi, but let's now fast forward to the rise of Skywalker and we hear her voice through the force. So one can assume, like, I mean, you can make an argument that you don't have to be a Jedi to become one with the force. But we didn't hear Chirrut's voice. You know, we heard Ahsoka's voice talking to Rey through the force. So we know, uh, I, can, I guess I can safely assume that somehow she becomes, she regains her Jedi status somehow. Um,
2: so, um I was just gonna say right quick, when I first heard the Greatly Rewarded, part of me, the first thought that popped in my head was Rex. Just hmm. because I, I'd be in, you know, that was one of the bonding, lasting relationships that she made through the Clone Wars. It's and too bad Sean John Connery
0: thinks- still not is isn't alive. He would have made a yeah. good Captain Rex. I don't lie, do yeah, I? Yeah, but oh. He'd make a good Captain Rex. Anyway, okay, keep going, Fredo, sorry.
2: Now, and I was also thinking, but I wonder if that means we'll see uh, the Martes sisters, Trace and Rafa, who were introduced at the end of Season 7 or in the middle of Season 7. And then we got to see in the Bad Batch. What, what, the reason I bring up, one of the interesting things that Clone Wars always hinted at about Ahsoka's character was that, much like Anakin Skywalker, she took on this protector role of people. She cared deeply for the, her clones. She cared deeply for the people that she protected or she was fighting for. It's part. It's one of the dynamics that always put her in contrast with the more standoffish, distant, emotionally distant uh, nature of the Jedi. Um, it's one of the reasons why she could really continue being a Jedi uh, towards the end of the Clone Wars. But it's also been one of her strengths of character. that She builds all these relationships wherever she goes, much in the way it stands as Din Djarin does. Uh, so I wonder if we'll see some of those characters that we've seen. Like we kinda hinted at um Christopher Lloyd potentially being Honda Onaka. You know, those ca- so I wonder if we'll see more of those characters come to life, you know, in the live action element as you know, sidekicks or occasional guest appearances, because that's part of the nature of Ahsoka's characters. She's built all these relationships across her journeys in the galaxy.
1: So can I speak to the homework? On the yeah, aspect of it. this too. It's like I think like people might uh if you've listened if you're listening to this and you're thinking, well, oh gosh, I don't want to watch like, you know, a hundred plus episodes of the Clone Wars. Um, you can pretty much get the gist of her arc in the last two seasons. Um and within that you can yep, you're right. filter season it down six, e- even seven. Yeah. Yeah, you can filter it down even further than that. Um, and the other piece of media that I would recommend, too, is the Ahsoka novel, which I don't isn't maybe technically canon or is slightly off now. But uh, I really enjoyed it. And I think that her character was really in keeping with what we learn of her from Clone Wars, which is what Freda was talking about. This compassionate person who just finds herself not being able to just not care. Um, and that really shines through in the novel as well.
0: So here's, okay. So here's the, maybe the, the controversy, not, not controversy, but, um, I think, I think Lucasfilm needs to kind of start paying attention to this because John Hoey, who uh, is the, one of the hosts of the resistance broadcast, he tweeted about this, um, today. He said, I'm beyond ready to move on from clones and star Wars and think it's almost time to move on from the clone wars connections. He said, but I'm also happy for the clone wars fans that will get some more live action love. So he's, he's happy for those people are going to get that, but he says he's, he's done with the clone wars and all the clone wars connections. We need to move on. And it sounds like that. I mean, it sounded like what we heard you know, around the time the prequels were coming out, is that all these young whippersnappers were tired of hearing about Han and Luke and Leia, and they wanted more stuff. You know, something different. And so then they get, you know, the Clone Wars and the prequels. Are we now starting to get too much of a saturation of of that era? And here's the other thing: it's it, I mean, it's it's apples and oranges comparing Star Wars to Marvel but you watch all these marvel movies that you guys had me you know watch this last you know a couple summers ago everything was contained within 10 years maybe yeah 10 years you had a timeline of about 10 years whereas the skywalker saga goes on for you know what the, the, 40, at least 30 30 or 40 <laughs> yeah. you know because well i mean i guess rise of skywalker was 30 years after jedi so let's add about another you know if you want to link into something you get what i'm saying though is that mm-hmm. so if it's like all right so let's not do some clone war stuff let's mm-hmm. jump down over here to the og trilogy and then oh let's go over here to the sequel trilogy and you have no cohesion for any of this storytelling and they were the first to actually build the cohesion with a Trilogy, you know, we're gonna go from story to story to story to tell one big story, and then we're gonna do it again to connect these two big stories. But now they've, I think they've, they've created this huge room that I don't. I think they're just gonna run into the problems of losing audiences, and maybe it's, it's an argument of let's start doing something new. And you two, know,
2: two two thoughts that kind of pop in my head. I can kind of see where the where the Tweets coming from, particularly when you consider that, for the last twenty-some odd years, most of the new generation of fans were born and raised with the prequels. So that's what that that's really where their love for Star Wars came. It was it wasn't necessarily the original trilogy. They loved the original trilogy, but it was the prequels, the Clone Wars, Rebels. That's what they loved. That's why you know it's such a big deal when Ahsoka or Thrawn or uh, Ezra it turns up. The other big kind of dynamic that we have to consider is who are the creative forces in charge right now? It's John Favreau and Dave Filoni, aka the guy who oversaw the Clone Wars and Rebels and Mandalore. So it's like if if you know if you're trying to veer away from that, yet everybody's asking please give all the power to the guy who gave us everything that we got in the last twenty years. It's it's incongruous. It doesn't make sense. If you want to divert and go different directions, you're not know, just asking Dave Filoni to become the head of Lucasfilm's creative force and, you know, oversee all the shows, because he's going to give you what he's been giving you as he's bringing everything from the animation side over to live action. So,
1: I I'm very much in favor of the buffet approach to all of this, which mm-hmm. is to give me a little bit of everything, um, and I you know it's. Uh, to Aaron, to your point, I, like, I think you're always going to risk alienating people when you're not giving them the exact thing that they want yeah. at any given moment. But it's like you can't keep everybody happy. It's impossible. Um, and I think that's the point you were sort of driving at, which is like you're not going to keep the OT fans happy. You're not going to keep the prequel fans happy. Well, You're not going to keep the sequel fans happy. You're not going to keep the Mando fans the, happy. The, the broader by, point. My broader by point. only giving them the one thing that they want, you can't do that. You have to you have to dabble. You have to explore the universe because you can't just
0: I agree. Narrow with you, in agree on with you one 100%. thing. I agree with you 100. percent My broader point was that it's just going to it. It could end up becoming messy uh, if, if. So I, I see two solutions. One, which we all agree is not the solution, is to just pick a lane and go. The other solution is to put a crawl in front of every damn thing that you put out. <laughs> because it gets into our Lego st- our, our Lego conversation here in a little bit. One <laughs> of the best things that I love about this new game, sorry, I'm jumping real quick here, mm-hmm. but is every time you start it up, you get the crawl and you can't fast forward through it, except for the fact it says... You know, the first time you play it, you get the actual crawl from like A New Hope or Empire Strikes Back. And then depending on what level you're on, before you when you re, you restart the game, like the next day, it you get the main title theme and you get, you know, Empire Strikes Back, the story thus far. And then they give you the rundown of what's all been happening in your game and where you're at just to remind you where you're at in the story. So it's like, why couldn't you have a crawl crawl for the Ahsoka series and say, we are at, you know, it doesn't have to be the same, you know, like, poetry, you know, it doesn't have to be in this, that doesn't have to be the same thing as what we had in the theaters, but why couldn't it be, all right, here's, here's where we are in the timeline and, you know, Ahsoka was Anakin Skywalker's Padawan. And, you know, she's been looking for Ezra Bridger and Thrawn from Back from Rebels. Remember those guys? And all right, now she's, you know, and she, you know, said hi to Din Djarin and, and Luke Skywalker and told us Grogu's name and here we go. You know what I mean? It's like, have a, have a crawl so people can not have the argument of, I don't know where we are in the timeline. Because I see all these articles that are like, here's where the obi-wan series is going to be in the timeline it's like come on
1: you know i mean that i i think why not just put a crawl i i don't hate it I, you know and we were just talking about clone wars they had a freaking like wall of text at the yeah. beginning of every episode of clone wars to try to catch you up um and i was fine with it um i i prefer that to here's a a short montage of clips from the previous episode which really don't tell you anything I agree and it's and it's it's sort of just like what are we doing here I don't really need to be watching this um so I I would prefer something like that it doesn't have to be like you said it doesn't have to be the same style of prose with the with the scroll and the blue you know it doesn't have and the yellow and the and then a long I mean, it time could ago look like that it would be cool no. if it was like yeah. that
0: yeah but just. You know, phrase it to fit the show Now, I'm with People you People because... were
1: confused during Rogue One I mean, I remember that mm-hmm. Like, oh, where are we? And then, like, by the end of the movie Is when they figured it out Yeah <laughs> It's like, it took you that long It's it's incredible to me
0: But it is getting to be, like Because, Fredo, to your point Because Filoni's in charge Filoni, and and Favreau is listening to Filoni You know, and but it's it, he's he, he's kind of a one trick pony right now and but it's a successful he's, trick he's a, he's, a popular he's, trick and he's really good at that trick mm-hmm. but it's like um it's kind of like you know um when oh who was it that well weird al weird al had a whole tour where he did none of his hits you know now a lot of people are gonna you know like i want to go see weird al i want to go i want to hear eat it and i want to hear you know yoda and i want you know i want to hear all those things but he did like all of his like non-popular stuff it was just for the uber weird al nerds you know and so i that's kind of where dave filoni is is getting to right now is that um and i'm, I'm just saying at some point it's going to be have to be okay so let's put these i know you have all these other ideas you're going to be around for a little bit dave let's explore over here a little bit more and let's do the buffet style like dave's talking about so
2: mm-hmm. well speaking of the buffet i'll just mention right quick that speaking of also dave filoni the Mandalorian there was a bit of mandalorian news this week well <laughs> uh, maybe <laughs> maybe well here's the thing so giancarlo esposito aka muff gideon was on the rich eisen show And somewhere in the discussions between talking about Mandalorian and talking about Breaking Bad and talking about his love of football, whatever, he mentions this, quote, When asked about the Mandalorian, he says, you'll get it soon. I got a few things in regard to that to do to put some finishing touches on what I do. But I believe it'll be sometime this summer. No date set yet, but coming soon. Now, let's let's backtrack. Season one of Mandalorian was in started in late November. Season two of Mandalorian came out in December. Actually, I think both of them came out in December of their respective years. So
0: now you're, season, you're but you're I, you're alluding to when they released it. But when could they have released season two if they wanted to, and they didn't have other things to go in between? Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, but however, I mean, and Dave is going to jump in here too. I, I mean, the bottom line here is I think that Carlo Esposito is somebody's drunk uncle.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's the Star Wars version of Tom Holland or Mark Ruffalo.
1: Yeah, I just drop in these fire nuggets onto the into the conversation to just yeah. generate headlines, and uh, you you can appreciate a good showman. Uh, but you also have to recognize that that's what it is. Um, mm-hmm. Like the production of the previous two seasons took about a year. The post production, putting the effects together, you know, laying have in the music, out how to do reshoots. A little bit of Lord of the music? Rings
0: stuff where you are filming, you know, two seasons at the same time. They may have part of, you know, I am just saying they may have already filmed part of season three, a good chunk of it, while you know they're doing book of Boba Fett or something. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Dave, I interrupted you. Like
1: yeah. I was always go ahead.
2: Go ahead. Dave.
1: Well, I mean, we can't rule anything out, right? Like that's a possibility. Um, there's a possibility that they've shortened the production time. They can crank it out quicker. Um, maybe it's low on effects this year. Maybe the, the volume has evolved to such a degree that all those effects are pre rendered and they can crank them out super quick. You know, there's a lot of factors that could go into that. I think it's a it's a person who's just like throwing a grenade out into the ether just to see what happens because it's there's no there's there's almost no way that it would be this summer.
2: And the other thing to go before Aaron continues is just to say we also still have Cassinandor in the chamber, which we still have no idea when that's coming out. So, it, you know, and that would wrap production up, I believe, in late September of last year. So. And we still have no announcement, no trailer, no teaser, nothing to say, hey, this is coming, kids. But the idea that somehow Mando's they would have cracked out Book of Boba Fett and Mandel season three before they finished that out. I don't think so.
1: I just had an idea though, based on all of that information, which is remember when there was an actress that let slip that uh, Man the new season of Mandalorians dropping, you know, you know this winter. And she was talking about Book of Boba Fett, and everybody's like, "Wait, what? What are you talking about?" And then we got a lot of Mando in there. Um, is there crossover potential in Andor Ooh. with? Could he have gotten his shows confused? No. Well, I was just going to say, yeah. was Moff Gideon?
0: Oh, okay. I got gotcha. you. I
1: got. Gotcha, cameoing I gotcha. in Andor.
0: That yeah. makes sense. Yeah, I. It could. It that that that's. Very, that, you know, that's a very 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 good point um mm-hmm. i was gonna say that either he's somebody's drunk uncle or lucasfilm says hey you know what go out and say whatever the hell you want because you're gonna throw people off our scent and you know well, that's what
1: we're doing right now right we're all like oh let's analyze this know. Yeah.
0: i mean it's it, you just again you have the crazy guy you know screaming on the corner and that's what everybody's gonna look at meanwhile somebody's robbing the bank over here mm-hmm. so um yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it'll be interesting. It'll. I, so I think a lot of things we talked about this in our in our private you know group messaging that, um, we're gonna we're gonna learn a lot of information, I think, at celebration, as far as, it, it, if they don't come out like I, if they don't come out and say, you know, here's yes, you're getting Lando and Lando is coming out because you know here's the clip of you know Donald Glover saying whatever he said you know to jimmy kimmel or whatever and yep you're getting lando at you know on in 2023 or whatever there if we mm-hmm. don't get a lot of these you know here's when things are coming down especially from that first panel um that Panic. i i i just think it's it, i mean if they don't they're they're dumb you know what i mean because we've already had the d23 call where they gave us all the you know rogue squadron lando you know whatever else and you know now it's time to put some money where your mouth is you know
2: yeah like i said we'll talk about it next week we might have to just make a list and go what are the chances we can hear mention of this at celebration and what what are chances you know we'll probably hear visions and we'll definitely hear mando season three but what else do we expect to see uh last bit of news and actually i'll switch over to video games because we're going to talk video games. Uh, did either of you guys play The Force Unleashed? Yes. When it came out. Yes. Well, I did. <laughs> if you haven't, you get to play. it. There's a Nintendo Switch uh, <laughs> uh, version coming out next week.
0: Such a, it's such a disturbing game. I mean, yeah. when, you, Th- when you that opening level, huh? yeah. When you start the game off as Darth Vader, you're like, "This is awesome," and then it's like, "What? I have to kill Wookies?"
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> it's it's uh, it is yeah and then you're then at some point you're chucking your cho- force choking jawas and chucking them all over the place <laughs> it is very much a dark i mean it's a dark side game that's why like i said at the beginning of the pandemic that's why i eventually got my switch because i was like i need to play some video games and i went and sat down and played force unleashed and i'm like nope can't play this game not while i am locked down and all of humanity is you know we we may be in the end game here nope can't play this um so yeah, great. It's coming out on Switch. Okay.
2: <laughs> it's coming out on Switch tonight. The digital version is coming out next Wednesday. Uh Limited Run Games is doing a uh, pre-order that starts tomorrow at 9, 9 a.m. our time and ends on May 29th. So if you want to get a physical copy, they will offer uh like a number of variants of the physical copy for the switch for people who wanna who didn't get to play it or want to play it on their switch. I don't know, I might just
0: keep my xbox and play it on my xbox when i want to play it but.
2: but by the way speaking of that game just real quick did you ever play the was it the collector's edition with the uh extra level and on hoth
0: i never got very far so no i, I didn't get the. okay I'm gonna,
2: have to, I'm gonna have to send that video to you because uh, it basically starts, you know sam Whitwer has to uh lightsaber duel luke skywalker on hoth during the battle of hoth and turns him into his apprentice it's fun Again, leaning into the whole very dark. <laughs> I'll send you the video afterwards. What? You'll have to see it and go, yeah, I made the right choice not to play this.
1: It's just making me think of the Han solo dance is, is all because like we've we've veered off into <laughs> the realm of the absurd here.
2: Oh, but just watch it, all I said, I'll find the clip on YouTube and I'll send it to y'all. And that's it for the news
0: this week. Wow, there's a lot, a lot, of stuff in there. So yeah, we're gonna keep, uh, keep talking about video games and uh, Lego Star Wars. So it was released last week,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, I believe on Tuesday, right? Yes, because because so. mm-hmm. I had played it for about ten minutes before we recorded our podcast. Um, since then, I have uh, I started at well, first of all, the the game you can play, um. I mean there's a story mode and then you as you do that you unlock the free play for those levels i believe um but you can start whichever trilogy you want to start at and um and uh i chose i started at a new hope because i am 49 years old and that's my star wars <laughs> uh fredo is a little bit more cavalier and you started with the sequel trilogy right
2: that's right yeah. um
0: but anyway, so so far I have I played the story for um, A New Hope, and I am into Empire Strikes Back. I've said I'm more of a weekend warrior gamer. Um, a lot of my gaming happens on Saturday and Sunday mornings, and you know, afternoons, stuff like that. When, um, but you know, during the week I just don't have a lot of time to sit and play. But I have done a little bit this week, um, and uh, yeah, I mean it's a it, it's like every other Lego game. I mean, to me it is, and maybe that's an uneducated opinion. Um, but it's, it's a Lego game, which means it's fun. Um, I at first was annoyed by, I, and I get annoyed. This this is old man, Aaron. I get annoyed with the vignettes, you know, in between levels, the, 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 videos that you have to watch, you know, that continue the story. I know it's part of like almost every video game. Right. Um, and, uh, but, you know, the Lego ones, they're cute. Um,
1: it's. Uh... And those have been there from the beginning.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. They've, they've had those vignettes that are humorous. They're, they're um, funny takes on scenes that people would recognize. So, like a little more lighthearted, silly version of, you know, Luke getting his hand cut off.
0: Well, you know, and that's, we talked a lot about, um, you know, how it's like, man, they this thing's been coming out for a long time. But then when you see the amount of craft, craftsmanship that goes into this game and and recreating shots from an iconic movie, such as A New Hope, you know, with Lego animation, and then you want to add your own little Lego twist to it and have something humorous going on in the background it must have taken them forever to design this game because it's not just the original trilogy. It's, it's all of them, you know? Um, but, uh, no, it's, it's, it's fun. Um, like I said, the thing, so I'm in empire strikes back and I think I told you guys, I said, it's like every other video game that has empire strikes back. Because, it, and it really speaks to what I said before when we watched The Empire, we did our little watch party, The Empire Strikes Back, is that that opening Hoth scene, or That whole, all the scenes on Hoth, it's, you know, that this movie starts off slow. It's a slow moving, there is not a lot of stuff happening until, you know, yeah, Luke gets captured by the Wampa, you know, but until you get the Battle of Hoth, there ain't a lot going on. And mm-hmm. so, video games have to make crap up that wasn't there. Like one level was Han and General Riken on Tauntauns aligning signal beacons so that they will triangulate and give you Luke's location. Mm. You know, so and you have to climb these towers, and you have to do all these jungle, you know, Star Wars parkour to get you know these things moving the right way. <laughs> And then eventually you find where Luke is, and then you can go rescue him from the Wampa. Whereas the movie was, Luke's not back yet. All right, well, I'll go find him. Well, you'll freeze. And he goes and he finds him. And then they pick him up the next morning. So there's not a lot that happens in the movie, and you have to do something. Which then brings me to my question to Fredo. You started off with The Force Awakens, and now you're Mm -hmm. in The Last Jedi. Yep,
2: I'm in the last bit of it. How
0: did they handle the slow speed chase because there ain't a lot happening from the moment that they leave the planet until they get to crate. There is not a lot happening there. How did they handle that? Did they make a lot of crap up like they did in the empire strikes back?
2: Would you want me to spoil it for you? Just flat out tell you. Yeah, that's
0: fine. I mean, I'm
2: okay. I mean, it's a Lego game. I'm drinking whiskey right
0: now. So I'll remember only a little bit.
2: (laughs) Basically they skipped it. The, that, that's the long and short of it is they must they, listen
0: to this podcast then
2: they they basically what they, <laughs> they what they did is for for the last jedi is you have the opening one of the things i do want to say out of front uh is they really have really excellent flight mechanics particularly when you're you know when you're aboard like an episode seven when you're piloting the, the millennium falcon in that scene except except mm-hmm.
0: You have to, I had to go, I could not take it any longer. And I had to go into my settings and set it up so that my yeah, controller right. acted like a, dam- you know, like we all grew up with where you pull the, you know, you pull the you stick pull back, back and you go up to go and you up and you push the stick, you know, to go, that, that all sounds dirty. But anyway, um, you know, but it was like, they had it They <laughs> by default. It's like, if you want to go down, down, you Why uh, not? It's just yeah. all backwards. It's like, how do they expect yeah. kids to fly planes in this world?
2: Um... Yeah, no, I, I had to go back after that level because that took me forever. I had to go find that I had to invert the y axis. But, but anyway, so when you fly a Millennium Falcon, it feels like you're driving a big ship versus when you're doing that first level with Poe Dameron aboard his X Wing and you're trying to take out the Dreadnought, it feels like you're in an X Wing. Again, it's much lighter, faster. You're cornering, you're turning. But basically what happens is you get that level and then you get the level with uh, uh Finn and Poe and them deciding to go get the Codemaster Codebreaker and then you're off doing that. And next thing you know you're in Canto Bite. So I'm glad and, I'm glad and then you skip and then you skip to Ray and Octo and you're doing stuff ray stuff, stuff in Octo and with Luke and you don't come back to the to the fleet fighting or trying to get away from the first order until you get to the point where everybody's coming back and everybody's fleeing and getting shut down from the, uh, on the escape transports.
0: So I'm glad, I'm glad they, I'm glad they went that route. They're, they're being like what I've always told people. I think what makes me a good drummer is that I know when not to play. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's when there's a song going on it's like drums will do nothing to add to this, music. So I'm not going to play, you know, and it's like, I did it with my Irish band. It's like, you know, it's just like, I'm just going to get in the way. And so I, that's, a, the, like I said, those are scenes. I wish they would have done the empire strikes back bit of it because, you know, it's, um, I don't know. It re- reminded me, like I said, a lot of like the Atari empire strikes back games and the, actually the Nintendo super star Wars. There's a lot of, um, a lot of added stuff because it's like, I mean, what do you, I mean, yeah, you can, I mean, I don't know. It, it, it's fine, but it's just kind of like, kind of goofy. The one thing that is really cool on Hoth, you remember those uh, from like the 80s, the, the mini rigs, those those vehicles that Kenner made that were less expensive because nobody could really afford the big ships. And so you got the little ships and they said mm. that, their whole pitch was these were the ships that were just off screen. <laughs> <laughs> those are all over the place in Empire Strikes Back. You're bl- like the the one that was from Hoth. I'll have to find the picture of it, but it yeah, they're all over. I think that's kind of cute. So, um...
2: with speaking of which, I mean, remind remind me of something, Dave. We got the original trilogy in Lego Star Wars. We got the prequel trilogy in Lego Star Wars, and they had a Force Awakens Lego Star Wars game, right?
1: Yeah, I can write it down. But they
2: didn't have Episodes
1: 8 or 9, did they? No, no, they never did. Okay. Um, okay. Like, they started with the prequel uh, prequels in a game in 05. Um, and then they, because that was really popular, they started, they did the original trilogy the year after that. And then they combined them together so that you get the whole saga, right? No, so the complete well, saga. <laughs> <laughs> well, about that, wah, wah, you know. Wah, wah. Yeah um but they like even after that they i think there was kind of a gold mine for them they's like well we can't just abandon this so they they did a game based on the clone wars mm-hmm. as well um and that came out um in 2011 and so for like so they were churning them out pretty good and then they sort of run out of content and then the disney merger happens And so they did a Force Awakens game um, about six years ago. And then they didn't really follow up on that, I guess, because they thought they could put it all in one game. Um, And then this thing just grew and grew and grew and became more and more ambitious. Um, And there have been a few news stories about um, some of the conditions that some of the programmers have had to live under to try to meet deadlines and and we know French. that yeah and we know that this was pushed back a couple of times uh the release um so i guess like that would be my biggest question for you guys would be like does it feel polished does it does it feel like so. a complete game
0: it, it does and you know the thing that i was uh i had to decide real quick it's like all right I'm just gonna do the story and I'm not gonna wander around too much in these worlds, but I can't wait until I get done with the story so I can just kind of go off, you know in the in the free play. Um, because yeah, it's because uh, I want to see how they how they handle the whole story. It looks very polished. it's it's like I said it's very cute. I haven't you mentioned something like maybe some bugs. I haven't ran into any bugs. I mean, there were updates right away when I installed it. I mean, so uh, you know that that could be coming. But
2: um... yeah, no, I, I will say that, and that's that's kind of what the reason why I was asking because I wonder if this is still. Sorry, there was an echo there for a moment. Uh, there was a is it our
0: Spanish ghost again, or I
2: don't know. Uh...
0: I don't know what you're hearing. I'm not <laughs> hearing a thing. I was here,
2: maybe I was hearing myself. Anyway, uh, I was going to say... Uh, Fredo is was, going nanners, everybody. <laughs> it's been a long week. It's been a long week. And I'm not even drinking whiskey. Uh, but no, that was one of my questions regarding um, whether or not they had come out with versions of episodes eight and nine. Because it makes me wonder if that's the reason I didn't get the slowed down version like you got in Empire. Because they did put out that as an original game 15 years ago or whatever, but this is the first time they got the crack at Episodes 8 and 9, so I wonder if they went, okay, we don't really need to give the whole story right here. We can start chopping and mixing and turning and not have to feel so beholden to give you a level dressed as going from the bridge to the bridge kind of thing. You know, I wonder if
0: by the, by the way, this is the mini rig that I see on Hoth, the one with the wheels and everything. Yeah, you blow those things up. The MTV7. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I had one of those. Yeah, mm-hmm. so everybody, you can, uh, you can go look up MTV7 Star Wars mini rig.
1: Yeah, I had the uh, little nice. tank. I had the little steamroller-looking thing, and I had the little mini Imperial shuttle, too. One so. of the
2: other things... Mm -hmm. But one of the other things I'm really appreciating is the, have you heard about the Arabesh translations yet, Aaron? Uh Uh-uh. So you know when you get to like a title card for a character and they'll say like Darth Maul and there'll be a whole bunch of Arabesh underneath? Okay. It's actually something, it's a title. So for example I'll just give you a couple. Darth Maul the Arabesh underneath translates to Red Dude with a Bad Attitude. (laughs) Count Dooku says Never loses His Head. Darth Sidious as also known as the Senate, (laughs) Kylo Ren, serious daddy issues, and then uh, uh, let's see, uh, like something like uh, Emperor Palpatine for episode 9, yes, him again, (laughs) so just keep an eye on that, yeah you'll see when you see a title card like when you're fighting like there'll be a whole lot of our best translations underneath them. they they usually again this is part of the fun they get to have with this. now
0: did you did you download all the the free characters i i did as well and so that's that's one. i've been breaking the story a little bit like i had holiday special chewbacca you know the all white chewbacca running around um uh shooting things up in a new hope so um
2: yeah i used holiday special darth vader to help me because uh, for some of the characters in order during free play, when you want to get to some of those mini kits that you need to level up your mm-hmm. character,
0: I had to get to. I had to use Tarkin at one point. Yeah.
2: Uh, I got Dengar to help me with the bounty hunter stuff, and uh, Darth Vader holiday special Darth Vader to help me with the force stuff because I hadn't unlocked Jedi Ray. Yeah. So, so you got him running around with a here's Christmas thing, sweater.
0: Here's the thing that I wish they had. Mm-hmm. This is this is old man talking here, but here I am <laughs> right now. I've been trying to take down one adat for like about three days. You know, I get the toe cable on his leg, then I have to you know wrap him around, but the the tow cable keeps breaking. After this happens like five times, there should be something that pops up and says, "Hey, you you want some training on how to take down adats, and then take you to a little bit of a you know practice session to teach you how." give you some sort of hand of how you're supposed to wrap these dang things up. Uh, Cause I'm just, that makes me want like after it ha- breaks like five times in a row, then I'm done. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm going to go, I'm going to go like practice my calculus because that sounds more fun right now. Um, but, uh, like I said, young kids, you guys, yeah, so- you'd, you'd figure it out right away. Me. I'm just, um, I keep breaking the tow cable and it's ticking me off and I'm just going to let the empire stomp all over Echo base.
2: So. Yeah, so far, there hasn't been any kind of big breaking. Oh, my gosh, it's a difficult event for me. But I do notice that some of the puzzles, sometimes I have to go up to myself and go, think of it like a seven-year-old would or an eight-year-old would. Because th- I-, I can't wait to see Dave's kids going through this and figuring it all out Oh in yeah. the first time. Whereas I'd be like, but if you do this and that, and it's like, no, think of it like a kid playing with uh, Legos. The
0: best part was in on the Death Star attack and I had to take out these. Okay, here's where they break from Well, they broke from the story. Had to take out all these mini reactors Mm -hmm. and I'm sitting there going, what the
2: hell
0: is a mini reactor? What am I supposed to be shooting at? So I'm flying and I'm flying around the Death Star trying to figure out what I'm supposed to be shooting at. And Obi-Wan is talking to me, you know. Use the force, Luke. And then at one at one point he says, "Come on, Luke. We don't have all day. Take out the mini
1: reactors." Mm-hmm.
0: I'm just like, "That's really funny." But up yours, you know. It's like, but I love it. We don't have all day. Take out the mini reactors. I was like, "Oh, come on." But yeah, and so like I, said, I I love all that tongue and cheek stuff though. That was just awesome.
2: Yeah, in free play when you get to switch characters, like sometimes depending on the pairings. You'll get unique dialogue. Like, if you have little nine year old Anakin next to Darth Vader, he'll little nine year old. Anakin will be like, "That's a that cool suit. I, I want to get one of those with my own." And Darth Vader will go, "Patience, my child. Patience." Now I want to figure like, out.
0: Have you figured out how to turn on mumble mode? No, not yet. That's what I want to figure out because you know they have the the classic Lego where they mm-hmm. and they just have the subtitles, which I I would kind of like that, but. Um,
2: some of them are. Some of them require you to have a protocol droid, and that's one of the things. Like because you have uh, Star Wars Holiday Special C three PO, whenever you need like a droid or a uh, or you have one of what was the name of the aliens on Octo? the um not the porks, the the ladies oh, that raise caretakers. Or, yeah, the caretakers. yeah, the caretakers. If you come, come approach him with three PO, he'll understand them. But if you approach him as Ray, he'll just get. Subtitles for the language now i don't know if
0: you've had any of this in the sequel trilogy but the thing i really appreciate is like every other star wars game where you where r2 has to plug into a port you know mm-hmm. to open a door or something like that it's just you get r2 over there and push a button then it all happens and the door opens here um he plugs into the port and it's actually a puzzle you have to mm-hmm. use the controller to align the i mean the, tumbler, the, keycocks, the, the right. tumblers if you will to make the puzzle so so i appreciate that as well it's like not mm-hmm. just there's there's a little bit more instead of just you know plug into the yeah, port I, and things open you have to all this is starting to sound you know out of context it would just sound goofy so maybe we should no, move but, on uh,
2: but it goes to but it goes to the design of the game like they don't just want you to be running gunning shooting fighting there's a puzzle element to the game even with like Fights with like some of the big characters, like say, like uh, when it was Finn and Rose versus Phasma, and you know she's in the in the bay, in the cargo bay, or in the ship bay. So you have to knock her power level down because you just keep shooting at her, and all the blaster shots are you know bouncing off her armor. So you have to find other ways to knock her level down in order for it to be vulnerable enough for you to knock her and defeat her. So. Even though it's still a game aimed aimed at kids, they want to give them a challenge so they can figure it out. And sometimes it's a go grab this little thing over here that'll power this engine that will allow you to shoot at her or shoot, drop something on her head kind of thing.
0: So, Dave, does it sound like we're having fun?
1: Mostly, yeah. Uh, um,
0: what other question? What questions do you have? Because you don't you don't have the game yet. So
1: yeah, like does it? Um we sort of covered like how does it compare to the previous games Is are there any like glaring differences like i think when we were talking about the preview how like some of the gameplay elements are a little deeper you were just touching on the fact that um you can't just button mash your way through the game which is a difference from the previous games
0: i don't remember using the force quite as much um but I, I didn't play heavily, but it also, it seems, it seems, um, less, um, confined. Mm-hmm. It, it, it seems like within the screen, it seems like it's, uh, the, the other Lego games that I've had that I played on Xbox, it seemed like it was a very confined area that you were in. Um, whereas this, it just seems more expansive. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe. Like even
2: within the storylines like or like like say when they got you on a corridor for the story, uh, you can't deviate and go searching and go looking. Again, the Lego humor is, hey, uh, why are we not supposed to go be going this way? Do, do you get tired of just wandering off? So they'll comment on it. Uh, but no, in terms of overall, it's still very much like the Lego game and it's fine. It, it works out fine.
0: So we'll give a re- we'll we'll give an update when we get further through um our respective trilogies and uh maybe it it's
1: may- a it's timely. It's a really popular game. I think like they're gonna be really happy with the sales figures. I was looking at um You can come over and new- play
0: sometime just so you know. Ah, oh, I might, you know.
1: <laughs> Um but I, I was looking at this news story, it knocked Elden Ring off the mm-hmm. top of the charts, which is, is a big you- deal yeah if you follow gaming at all elden ring is the hot thing it's the new breath of the wild basically um and it knocked elden ring off the top of the charts uh look at this figure where it says on steam the skywalker saga crushed the all-time concurrent players record for lego Um, the previous record was marvel superheroes with about six thousand and the skywalker saga's at 62,000. Wow. So, yeah.
0: so no, we, we've we've got we've got the alarm going off and uh, but I have one last question for you guys that has nothing to do with Legos. Um, it's about something else I saw on Twitter. And I want your this is just a quick little go around the horn see what you think. In a new hope when Obi-Wan dies hello there did he become one with the force after being hit by the lightsaber of Darth Vader or before the lightsaber hit Darth Vader or before the lightsaber hit hit him there there are, I, I could tell you my opinion on this but I'm gonna let you guys tell me what you think. Cause there are two very distinct camps out there as uh-huh. far as that. There are some that believe that Obi-Wan became one of the force before Darth Vader hit him with the saber. And
1: there are others. I think he sort of vanishes slash disappears before the saber ever hits him because this, the saber just sort of hits an empty cloak that <laughs> was probably a product of the special effects. That, okay. So, uh, <laughs> but before, before, as a
0: child,
1: that's how I interpret
0: it. Well, see, I interpret it as a child. I interpret it as, especially after I saw Yoda die in in, uh, Jedi. A, in Jedi, he died, then became one with the Force. That I always interpret it, even from the get go that, okay, he cut him down and then he disappeared. So, and I think it is, I, I think the second camp and we'll, I'll get Fredo's take here in a second, but I think the second camp became because of the way that the special effects were in 1977 that, you know, yeah, that it, yes, you're right. It looks, I mean, obviously he hits this cloak that's being hung up, you know, by a couple strings, you know, but I, I think I, you know, I, I, it's, it's my point of view that it's, he got hit by the saber. And at that point, because he was dead, became one with the force and disappeared. Fredo, what'd you always think?
2: To be honest, I always thought, and maybe this is splitting the baby in half. It's a, I always thought that he became one with the force as he died. You know, he gets hit with the lightsaber and, you know, that kills him. And he,
0: thats my, he's that's becoming one with the too. force. Yeah.
2: So it's not, it's not a question of it happened before or after it's more of a, during because he's not one with the force before he dies he's not one with the force after you know he's definitely one with the force after he dies i guess it's yeah the difference is
1: did he disappear slash vanish prior to the lightsaber striking him
2: i think it happens as he's getting struck okay because it's a different death than yoda because yoda gets to choose when this is reminding
1: me. This
0: is reminding me of a philosophy class in college when he's. The, I remember the the GA got up there and he drew a picture of this. He drew a big circle and then right right next to that big circle he drew a, this little sperm and he's like. This sperm is going to merge with this egg and it's going to it's going to become a baby. So. You know where where does conception happen? When the sperm is okay. it? You know it's like that's what this is reminding me of. It's like it's when the saber hits it. You know, um, but uh, no, I just oh gosh, I you don't
1: know. want to go down that road. Yeah, let's not. We're, we'll we'll get <laughs> where away from does this life now. begin? Yeah, we're um, not. Getting, we're, we're not uh, however,
0: we're this gets into get so I'm, I'm going to take us off of that road. Yeah, I, that's why I hope that the Obi One series spends a lot of time with Obi One learning how to make that happen. Um, you, know, beca- you know, become, you oh. know, become, you know, one with the force when he dies and retain it. I-, I hope there's a lot of sitting in a cave, talking to Yoda, talking
1: Qui-Gon. to Qui-Gon, you know. It always struck me as weird. Okay. And George Lucas Locust makes a lot of weird choices. So that in and of itself isn't an indicative of anything really. But, like, why wouldn't you just have the guy fall down or whatever when he gets hit by a lightsaber? Why are you stringing up some rig to make it look like the robe is still hanging and then in the he- robe will jo- You know, like to me that that indicates that they were trying to do something special with the death to indicate that the death was bizarre and mystical in some way. I I don't wanted people to get too hung up on we. When- it exactly happened. But, but that's what people are I getting know. hung I, up on. That's what people. that's why I, I brought this
0: up because people are getting hung up on that it he he disappeared before
1: the saber hit him. I and like that idea because it's him denying the killing blow. But he later. also says if you strike
0: me down I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. So that means the action he is he has to get struck down. To become as powerful as he did so it it can't obi-wan's it,
1: always lying about because why stuff. well Come on. that's
0: best point all right
2: <laughs> so true. with that hello
0: there <laughs> tell us what you think was obi how did obi-wan handle this whole merging with the force thing tell us what you think on twitter before we have to pay for twitter thanks elon musk um but anyway um well, yeah you can just hit us up either uh the who at jedi uh twitter or three of us individually whatever um and uh, so, everybody, until then, and until next week, everybody have a good week. We'll say hudat. Hudat. See you later.